shut the fuck up, John. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the John and a Tie podcast today, featuring our very special Alex Senpai. Hi. And our chivalry of Shota's Shotaro. I'm cringing so hard right now. The, the funny thing is, on my, on, this is going to look so bad on mine because you pointed in the exact opposite direction of where either of us are on my screen. Well, you know what? On my screen, I'm correct. Some and that's all that matters. Aren't as and a very special. gifted as you, Alex, so you shouldn't judge them. And a very special welcome to the co host of this podcast, Natai. Hello, hello, yeah, hello. Below, doing, 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 doing background music since, since 1997. <laughs> All right. And taking uh, motherfucking well, this is... giant gulps of whiskey since 15 minutes ago. Wow. Straight from the what, what you don't know zero... is that bottle was full about 15 minutes ago. Hey. We had zero <laughs> prep work for this episode. All right. To preface everything and to apologize, we have zero prep. We, we did not prepare. No, The tie fucked up on the date. And then I was like, fuck it, I'm in here, let's just do the John and Natai podcast. And then Alex and Show had the audacity to show up to our recording. Those bitches. Okay. <laughs> so, Natai. Yes, John, my what, co-host. What are, we, what are we talking about tonight? So tonight we're talking about whatever the fuck we want. Starting off with the new obsession I had for the past six months. Okay. So okay. indulge. Yeah. What is that? Oh. <laughs> no, that's an obsession oh I had God, for the past few years. Me. Show no, it, that's it, been it's going show, for a few years new now. Fragrance obsession. So, hear me out. Pro wrestling. Oh God, you, you fall in <laughs> that rabbit hole you'll never get back from. Okay, this is my time. This is my time. So for the past six months or whatever, my time is now. Exactly. So I don't know even how long it's been. So a good friend of mine told me, "Hey, dude. So you know this wrestling I've been into for ages." I'm like, "Yeah, sure. What?" So he's like, "Watch it with me." I'm like, "Okay." So I watched some of it with him, and some I watched with him live WrestleMania, which is like eight hours. So fuck me. Anyway. Okay. Here's the thing, though, because fuck WWE. No one gives a shit about that. <laughs> Right? Okay. But Yeah, yeah, you're right. So there's a new organization up and coming called All Elite Wrestling, aka AEW. So what I want to talk about now is how I actually got into wrestling. And prior to that I didn't give a shit about it, and now I Okay. And now I okay. fell in love with it. Okay? Okay. So 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 hear me out. Okay. Let, let me set a scene to you, okay? <laughs> All right. It was a cool it, imagine, day. Imagine, imagine. July. <laughs> it was a cool day on July. And and five friends had this like group called the Elite. Because of course they were. Because it's wrestling. Fuck it. Then. I like the story so far. Then. There was a tournament of tag. Of like the tag team championship show. So basically. Two people. One team. They battle it out for the championship title. Okay. So far so good. Okay. Now. Part of this like group called the Elite, there's this duo called the Young Bucks who are brothers, right? Doesn't matter. They're just brothers. They're really good. And then, for some reason or another, the management decided that they wanted another team in the tournament. So they picked the other two people from the group, 
One of them being Kenny Omega and the other one being a cowboy. I shit you not. Okay. Anyway, tournament goes on and on and on. And this team of Kenny and the cowboy are like really bad. But someone they managed to get through, get through matches and they win. And after a long stretch of time, they actually are the winners of the, of the championship title. Surprising everyone in the crowd. But they, they right. somehow do it. And now you get tensions between them, the Young Bucks, or like the brothers who are also part of the same group. And the Cowboy... Wait, wait, so is this, is this a wrestling game? No, this or is like a wrestling... actual wrestling. This is actual wrestling. <laughs> I was about okay. to ask you this. Wait, wait, by the way, let me out. preface this. Let me preface this. Everything I've said till now is very fake. No, just to make sure we're all on the same page. It's really fake. Okay. There's a, a team with it's, a it's, dinosaur. It's the real it. fake wrestling. Yeah, it's okay. real fake wrestling. One of the team has, real teams has wrestling. Tarzan and, and a dinosaur in it. I'm sh- I shit you not. <laughs> it's amazing. And now... Are you sure this isn't an anime? Are you oh, absolutely man, sure? Man, man. That's how I sell it to people. I'm like, it's fucking anime. But anyway, hear me out. So now... These two tag teams are about to battle it out. One of them being the Young Bucks and the other being the one in the Cowboy. It doesn't matter. And somehow these two dumbasses, one of them is, is like getting beers from the crowd. And like the Cowboy, the whole shtick with him lately is that he's just grabbing beers from the, from the crowd and just drinking from it because he's drunk. Whatever. <laughs> it works. That's always okay. something you should do. Just gr- That's something my mom always It's like Stone Cold Steve Austin back in the day. Yeah, something yeah, like way that. Way back in the day. Remember anyway, that time he brought a beer truck into the, the wrestling ring and sprayed Vince McMahon down? That was great. Oh, I should look it up later. Bless the old WWE. Or was that Raw back then? That was on, no, that was on the, Raw back then. That was, that was a, yeah, an episode Raw. of Raw. Mm. Yeah, okay. I remember so, when I watched it. I, 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 <laughs> of course you would. I, I should catch up on that because I, I, I don't know shit about WWE. Not really. But anyway... It all that, that those two these two duos were about to battle it out in like one of their main events, their pair previews or whatever you want to call it, and then it culminated one of the best fights you've ever seen on TV, dude. Kicks flying everywhere, okay. friends battling against each other, and that that's the story so far. And the cool thing is, like, they're supposed to be best friends, but it's gonna explode soon. So, oh, so I'm really enjoying this stupid shit show. It's really good, actually, <laughs> and I, and I, I just want to talk about it because like I somehow managed to fall in love with this, and I never knew I had it in me, you know. So I remember I wasn't into wrestling until I played the WWE versus Raw games on okay. PS2. Mm-hmm. My best friend at the time, uh, Christian, I remember he invited me over to his house and we just played on his ps2 and we were playing wrestling and i didn't know how to play and he was like whooping my ass and i was just like yo what the fuck is wrestling though so then that night i stayed up and watched it i was like yo i love this i love stone cold steve austin like the stone cold stunner he just kicks him in the nuts and then just like grabs the head like come on it's so cool it's so cool it's so dumb (laughs) oh man it's so dumb but it's so funny i don't i don't know what it is like I thought it was real at first, right? I didn't know wrestling was fake. Yeah. Spoiler alert, wrestling, real wrestling is fake. Um, <laughs> but some fake wrestling, wrestling is real. <laughs> yeah, no, there's some backyard wrestling stuff that still happens, and you can find it online and stuff that's actually, like, real, real. But that's not as fun, because when people get hurt, it doesn't become a really good show. Mm. I guess if you're drunk, it doesn't really matter, but... Fake wrestling is super funny to watch. Like it's so ridiculous. Like, like yeah, like Natai is describing in his new one. Like back in the day with WWE and Raw, they had so much drama 
they'd have like a bunch of bullshit and i i do remember reading um about i think it was in wwe there was i don't remember who it was maybe it was one of the hardy brothers someone used like his real life divorce case or something where they were doing a tlc tables ladders and chairs and they had like a briefcase hanging above right that he had to get to they still have that they still have that that briefcase that, that contained like adoption or divorce papers or some shit and I was just like, that's so fucked up that you would use, like, I don't like, remember. If I, it was... Like an IRL storyline and put it in the fake story. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's, for so, example, it's so crazy. For example, in this, like, new organization, they have this one guy called Joey Janelle, the bad boy. I don't know. And apparently he used to date this one uh, wrestler called Penelope Cruz. Now, there's another wrestler called Kip Sabian who is now dating her. So whenever these three are like in the same area, they put they, they put in this like the, this stupid tidbit about all these three. So let's say this guy keeps Sabian, who's like currently dating her, is like getting this really good move in, and then he's like leaving the ring and just going to just going to kiss her, right? And then in the middle mm-hmm. of him approaching her, Joey Jenner just approaches, <laughs> but like like in the middle and of them, just... and they both kiss him on the cheeks because why not? <laughs> okay. See, that's <laughs> it's fuck? so dumb. I love it. There was a WWE moment. I don't remember who it was. I just remember seeing this clip where, like, he goes for the kiss for the girl. Then he fucking, like, fucking suplexes her afterward. <laughs> I, saw, I saw that clip. <laughs> do you know? Like he goes in for the kiss. No suplex. Do you, do you know what there needs to be? There needs to actually be, like, a WWE anime. Like, an actually licensed WWE. Oh, my God. WWE has its own, like, film division like its own movie making division which is you know when you see wrestlers and movies that's probably because either it was partially made by them or funded by them i would love to see an actual wwe animated made by someone like trigger oh that'd be great <laughs> i mean there is it's technically so that one there was this one tiger animated. <laughs> there was this one tiger mask anime that was like a few years ago but it wasn't really good and more focused on the Japanese scene, which is like pretty yeah. solid from what I hear, but it's like the animation yeah. stuff was pretty bad. But it's like, yeah, well, it's so last, ridiculous. I think last season we had Kemono Michi. I read, I read that. Yeah, and uh, it's kind, it's about wrestling. It's about a guy in Japan who's like a, a wrestler. Yeah, and he just, it's an isekai, but it's like ridiculous isekai. I wanted to watch it's it, really but dumb. the first episode is so bland in terms of the production. I was like, yeah, it's not. It, it's the same author as Konosuba apparently, but I just didn't grab me oh yeah yeah it's it's just ridiculous it's it's just like like konosuba how it pokes fun at isekai kemono michi mask is just about poking fun of isekai but even more ridiculous so are we saying that the 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 author of konosuba just likes to take the shit out of everything exactly yeah Honestly, exactly. speaking the of which, really it was does. announced very recently that the next volume of konosuba is going to be the, the last, last one. one the very yes. last one Volume seventeen. Yeah, yeah volume seventeen. 17. They got that novel, high. Yeah. Do you think we'll get an anime for the rest of the mo- the light novels? Because well, I need it. Will it. Take, I need it. Will it will take many more seasons to finish out the. the Dude, uh, I'm okay with that. Just give it. Like, okay, so I, I I watched the movie like a few days ago, and it was amazing. I loved every second of it. Like. Any like you guys watched it yet? The movie I have. Do you know why it was amazing? Because Studio Dean didn't touch it anymore. That's why it was amazing. <laughs> I saw the new art. I don't really know know if I like the new art. Though. No, like, just watch the like... movie, dude. Just watch the movie. It's so fucking good. <sighs> okay, it's so fucking good. Maybe. No, not maybe. maybe just watch this. it. It's a crutch so, What are you doing? The, 
the the movie brings us up to I think volume five of the light novel, and there's se- yeah. going to be seventeen. So you need at least like four or five more seasons to get everything in. Dude, I'm okay with that. Why are you on him? That's okay. You say that, but we got to find out how it ends. <laughs> I like how show has said nothing this entire time. Dude, I, I said wrestling. Show just. I don't know what I said wrestling. Is. I don't know what Studio Dean is. I don't know what any of these things are. Dude, Studio Dean, the, the one that gave us Rakugo Shinju. What are you talking about? I already forgot and they it. gave us initial if D3 it's more than stage. a month ago, I've already forgot. Uh, but bringing it back to wrestling, mm-hmm. I just want to thank wrestling for bringing us the best actors. Like, I love The Rock. I love him. Um, I like the fact that Batista is also trying to get into acting now. And John Cena tried. I remember True. John Cena tried to get into he acting. Tried. He tried. He really of, tried. And it flopped super hard with, like, The Marine or whatever. And then, like, his other, like, two other movies. Yeah, he's, and two other, like, comedy movies. <laughs> and I just, I like The Rock, though. I, I liked um, Hobbs and Shaw. I've hated the Fast series ever after Tokyo Drift. Because Tokyo Drift, I thought, was fun. I loved it. Like, Fucking weird. That's the only one I, I watched. if he can go. If you see me in Tokyo. <laughs> with the teriyaki boys, like, the drifting song. Like, I loved it. You know, that, that's my high, that's my middle school right there. And um, but after that, I kind of really didn't care about the Fast series. But then I saw Hobbs and Shaw, and I fucking loved it. I loved how stupid and over the top it was. Like they had The Rock do the helicopter scene with like Chris Evans in the uh, uh, Captain America, okay, gotcha. where he was just pulling up like yeah! flex the muscles. Like oh, I was like oh my god, I love this. This is so stupid, but I love it. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I kind of do hate how some of the wrestling is super fucked up. Like uh, like. You know, fucking Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Right? Hulk Hogan. Brother. Brother. Fucking brother. 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 Hell yeah, brother. Uh, I remember. Do you get? Do you guys remember Hulk Hogan's reality TV show? Yes, I he do. Had one? Because it was filmed here in Florida, where I live. What? Wait, he had oh, one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So Hulk Hogan had a fucking reality TV show, and it was trashy. But it made TV. You know, it was, I think it was on MTV or VH1 or some shit. Uh, VH1, in I think. And it was just, it's the stupidest thing. And I remember why it got canceled. And it's super fucked up. Like, if fans of Hulk Hogan, you guys need to hear this, but Hulk Hogan is not a decent guy. No, he's At not. At least back, back in the day when he did this, like, the fact that he wants to fuck his own daughter, that's a little bit much. Yeah, okay? that's a little bit you too can, Japanese for me. <laughs> You can, yeah, you can keep that in your anime, like whatever, work of art. But in real life, it's like, oof, oof. Well, hold on there, buddy. I like how you tried to uh, walk remember... that back after the fact. Like, it, cool, bro. It was a joke. It was a joke. Like, it didn't it was... sound like a joke when you said it, man. It's just a prank, exactly. bro. To, to 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 his credit, though, his daughter is kind of hot. Oh no, she's hundred percent hot. I need a to trashy. Look, I need but to still hot. Look at a picture but... of that. Let me tell you why his show got canceled. So I remember his daughter's friend in real life died in a car crash. Mm -hmm. And Hulk Hogan was like, we need to capitalize on this and make the next season of Hogan's show or whatever the fuck it was called about this death. And then the studio producers were the ones who were like, that's even too scummy for us. (laughs) VH1 or MTV, whatever. The TV producers were like, that's too scummy for us, Hulk Hogan. We can't do that. In fact, you know what? You're canceled. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And 
This was also now, like remember... shortly afterwards the whole sex tape thing came out too. Oh, yeah, with him and his okay. daughter. So... Wow. No. <laughs> no. God so, damn no. it. So it was no. So there's a there's a radio personality here in Central Florida where I live called Bubba the Love Sponge, and his great name. And that's his actual. That's his legit legal name. Bubba the Love Sponge Clem is his legal name. Um, <laughs> and uh, the sex tape was him and Bubba's wife. Like, he pawned his wife off to Hulk Hogan, and then they filmed it, and then that came out. And it was a whole, like, brouhaha and legal battle, and it it was bullshit. But that happened, like, I think a year or so, maybe a year and a half after that whole thing came out with Hulk Hogan Mm. and his daughter. So I feel like that sex tape thing, like, first of all, if you're into wife swap, like, good on you, man. That's that's a a good times roll. You do you, bro. good times roll. Yeah, exactly. You do you, you know? But... I feel like that that entire sex tape thing was staged because this is like coming right off the heels of like the Kardashian sex tape, and like who's that girl from High School Musical, the one who got her nudes leaked? Vanessa. Hudgens. Wait, what? Vanessa, Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah, Vanessa Hudgens. I, I like how Show knew that right off the top of his well, head. Of course. <laughs> so this is coming off the heels of like, oh, sex scandal sells. So I feel like Hogan and Bubba teamed up on this. All right, they teamed up just to like manufacture drama because Hogan was like, oh no, the TV producers fucking shut down my show because they think i'm too scummy well i've got to keep in the limelight and that it really sucks yeah. you know to to think that hulk hogan you know the fucking the image of america in the 80s or 90s i don't know 80s exactly. late 80s early 90s yeah like whenever hulk hogan was in era oh you remember hogan's heroes yes. anyone remember saturday night saturday morning cartoons hogan's heroes <laughs> like uh, whatever natalia you're not american you don't know how to bleed red, white, and blue. Neither is she. Nope. <laughs> nope. Oh, shit. Show's not American either. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so only Alex gets me as a true American because I am also American. America. Fuck America. America. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's like I think it, it's really sad to see how Hogan, one of the best showmen of WWE, has turned out because of this but we do have success stories like the rock yeah the one thing i loved about that era when when hulk was like really good was the feuds he used to have with macho man randy savage those were fun cream (laughs) of the crop (laughs) 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 i used to love the feuds that they would have because they'd have the best one-liners towards each other and it was so fun to watch and like i'll tell you what brother you get in that ring tonight and i'll destroy you okay hogan the feud itself was 100 fake and like 100 written by obviously yeah they both sold it so goddamn well what if i told you so jake the snake so he just debuted in in aw as like a coach of one of like the villains in the show right so he's just of there, course. like, of course. So he's just like appears there when he's talking. It's like, it's like I don't know what you're saying, but fuck it, sure. But he's the murmuring villain. Yeah, exactly. You know? it's so every good. shonen has nowadays. That's the thing. I like it. It blows my mind. So when I'm talking to some people about wrestling, and again, I was never into wrestling until very recently. Like I, I don't know if very recently, like six months or even I don't know whatever but like it's like it's 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 anime dude it's like long it's i'm i don't really it's like long-term storytelling and it's like when it's done well as it is in aw and and i'm not saying that just because that's the only one i watch it's it's actually really good 
it's so well you like see how these people like the rivalries and the feuds are like progressing through time and it's so good i i'm shocked at how good it is because it's, you know it's like the whole it's wrestling but it's so good and also i like i can't but i i, I just i i really appreciate all the production and stunt work that work that goes into that whole thing because it is really impressive how these people are just flying around in these stupid costumes and it still works, you know? Like, we talked about the Hardy bar- brothers. So, Matt Hardy, yeah. one of them, just debuted in AEW. And he's like, okay. Yeah. And he's like, has this like stupid uh, drone flying around and they're like, it's a whole character of its own for some reason. But it's, <laughs> what? Like, it, yeah, it's so good though. It's just like this one woman where uh, Chris Jericho was like the former champion. It's like he's in the ring and it's like looking at Matt Hardy, who was like backstage at the, like the really back of the arena. And he's just like teleporting from seat to seat just to fuck with him. And it's so stupid. But it works somehow. I'm I'm shocked at how good it is. It's so entertaining. It's so fun. And when it's done well, just get someone like, that comes out there. This is walk up theme. It's just like fucking fist of the north star. And yes, he comes out, and all you hear is Omae oh, wamo shinderu. shinderu nani but, n- nani <laughs> like. Like that whole storyline I just like talked about like at the uh, at the beginning of the segment about these two like duo teams that are like fighting each other like I really handed up at how ridiculous it is, but at the core of it it's like really solid storytelling like these people like really good friends just just battling each other like going to town on each other and it's like seeing how probably soon it's gonna like explode and like you know just shit's gonna go all around them, but like. I, it's so good. Like, there's this really good video by Super Eye Patch Wolf that, where he talks about why wrestling is, like, really fascinating and actually really interesting, and which I recommend to anyone who is, like, even a bit interested in it. But, yeah, it's... It, it, I, 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 it's really insane to me how much I fell in love with this shit because it's, it's really weird, but so good. You know, I'm, I'm really glad, Natai, that <laughs> you finally get to experience what every like pubescent american boy has experienced since time immemorial especially if you grew up in the 90s like i'm glad like this is a universal feeling around the world where when you see real fake wrestling for the first time you're just like mind blown like this is so stupid but it's so amazingly stupid (laughs) it's good to know it's good to know it's really it's really good I, I say the same thing to people who, like, they don't understand what motorsports is about, but then they go to a race for the first time, and they're like, oh, this is kind of cool. See, the only thing I care about in motorsports is MotoGP, and that's just because I like motorcycles. Like, I, I still don't get Indy 500, dude. I, I can't. <laughs> I'm like, telling Formula you, One, if you go... Formula One, I can get. Like, there's that Netflix series with Formula One mm. that has, like, it's really cool. Like, getting into the ego of these drivers. What's the name like, of it? Formula One. No, oh, okay. <laughs> um, I know, F1, I know what he's something? talking about, and I've watched it, but I, for the life of me, I can't come up with the title right. I don't now. remember, but I know it's on Netflix. I remember watching a couple of episodes. And I'm like, these drivers on F1 act exactly as I thought they would, <laughs> but it's great, and I love the stupid drama that's like in their heads. Like, I gotta be number one, and like they all have this dramatic backstory of like why they deserve to win. And then, like, it's just emotional when they don't do as good as their best times. And I'm just like, I don't care. So, like, but, anime. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, anime. Like, 
fast cars go vroom is basically the entire thing of F1, and I love it. Like, it's so, it's stupid, but I love it. <laughs> but uh, the only, yeah, again, the only motorsport I really am into is, is MotoGP, mm. just because, like, I love the Grand Prix. I, I love seeing how masterful these guys are on motorcycles. There is like, a... It's insane, I, I don't know dude. If you, I don't know if you've read this, but there is a manga that's currently being serialized right now called Topu GP, which yeah. is about MotoGP. Yeah, I read it. And it's really yeah, well really. drawn, and the story is really, really yeah. good, and I'm hoping soon it gets an anime adaptation because it would be sick to watch. Let me it's look, a really at, good look manga. it up. What's the name of it again? I really like MotoGP. It's Moto called G Topu it's GP. T-O-P-P-U-G-P. Top Grand Prix, right? Mm -hmm. and Which is it, funny it's because really the good main because... character is named Topu. <laughs> yeah, his name, his name is Topu because he's going to be the top one day. Mm -hmm. and Whoa, the art like is the really reason... good. It is really yeah. good. And they use a lot of terminology that's like, if you're into MotoGP, if you're into like riding motorcycles competitively, like when you go to the track, you go to a circuit, it's really cool like that in yeah. that aspect. And they use and a lot just, of licensed like stuff. Like they have like Yamaha and, and, you know, Suzuki and like all the tire manufacturers are there. And like they're using actually branded tools to work on the bikes. It's really cool. It's so the, the only problem I have with Tapu GP is the fact that it's obviously licensed to just sell shit it is. about motorcycles. <laughs> like it's so obvious. Kind of like how Bakuan but... was licensed to sell motorcycles. Yeah, Bakuan was licensed to sell Kawasaki and Honda, right? Then we'll talk about or yeah, yeah. Bakuan was the one with the motorcycles, right? Yeah, it was the, with the, yeah, the like the blonde the chick with the Harley Davidson. Yeah, it was Harley David. Jesus was literally named Harley Davidson. Wait, wait, with like that one blonde chick with the twin ponytails, right? Yeah, yes. yeah, okay. the one who rides the ninja like I ride. <laughs> oh god, I like motorcycles, guys. <laughs> I like guns and motorcycles. If Mark. I was into Indy 500, I would be the perfect American. Oh, Born man. But in the US. So, show. We've talked about, oh, my God. We've <laughs> almost went 30 minutes and talking show hasn't about said a goddamn thing. <laughs> because he doesn't get us. Not American. He doesn't get I'm not straight, so I have nothing to say. Wow. <laughs> well, so wait, the next wait. thing I want to talk about. Go for it. I want to, I, I want to talk about freaking... Animal Crossing oh on the Switch. Dude! Dude! So how many so, nudes have you sent for bells? Yeah, how many bells I... you got, man? <laughs> wait, wait. Before you go on, John, before you go on, can I say, I played okay. one hour of this fucking game so far, and it's okay. like, oh, yeah? I'm playing, it's fine, it's like, oh, you're in depth. I'm like, what? <laughs> so apparently Capitalist I need to... America. Yeah, America. So I need to keep going. I haven't played past the first hour yet. So it's like... Okay. So, I, I've never played an Animal Crossing except for, like, Sans, like, 10 minutes on my sister's Switch when New Leaf, the last game, came out. I played New Leaf for, like, 10 minutes. That is a man right oh. there. He just fucking chugged that bitch. <coughs> you know, if I had hard A, I would be chugging, too, but all I have is a case of beer. Oh, my so, God. Oh, God. God. Bottle. oh Jesus. Natai. I'm ready for this podcast. I'm already tipsy, by the way. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm fucked up too. <laughs> I've had three beers and two shots. I'm I'm in there. We're getting there. Well, on that note, I'm gonna um, go get another beer. I'll be right back. Okay. So fucking but Animal Crossing though. So I've never played any Animal Crossing before. Same. And then I I got this because I was like I like the Switch. Mm. The Switch is very pretty. Okay. <laughs> like I have oh. <laughs> 
Whatever. Don't mind John that. just dropped something <laughs> in his like room. I don't know. I was like, look at this docking station with the the nook. <gasps> oh, you got like, it. Tom That's Timmy cute. And Tommy. cute. Yeah, and then, but I was really drawn to the um, the pastel colors of the uh-huh. Joy Cons. These are going for like two hundred dollars, by the way. These Joy Cons alone are going for two hundred dollars. I a bought bit this much. off of my friend. I know, but. They're so good looking. Look, look at that. They're so cool. You're a true man of culture. So, you know, you could probably paint those by yourself. Oh, no, no doubt. But they're not OG. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So uh, I got I got this new game because I was like, fuck it. Why not? It's a new game. Like, I was going to play Doom, but I was going to beat Doom in like a week. Doom. Or three days anyway. And I have. Doom Eternal is fun, by the way. I'll talk about that later. <laughs> but Animal Crossing. I was addicted. <laughs> For the first week. Like, first seven days of playing this game, I could not stop playing. <laughs> I was like, I need to farm money. I, I need to pay off my debt. <laughs> I need to upgrade my house. Nuke! That son <laughs> of a bitch! <laughs> I've, I've been playing it nonstop for the last two weeks since it played, since it's uh, released. Mm. And then just this week, again, like starting on Saturday, I stopped playing it for a little bit. Because I was like, okay, I've played it for seven days straight. I probably need a break. Like, it's probably not healthy to be playing this game for six to eight hours a day. <laughs> and I like to say sleep. you're talking to someone who has recently gotten back obsessed with Skyrim again and been playing it for like ten hours a day on his days off. God damn it, Alex. <laughs> so, but I, I fucking love New Horizons. Like, it's so fun. Um, I hate, there's some aspects I hate. Like, I hate that your tools break. Apparently that wasn't always a thing. If you get like okay. gold equipment or something, but so far I don't know. It's something about it. Like it's just addicting to play. So, <laughs> so for the record, so once again, like I played not a whole lot, only for like one hour or so. So like I already established my island as Morio, because of course. Morio. Um, okay. Morio, Morio, Exactly. Radio. But it's like it's super chill and like. Probably tomorrow, I'll, like boot it up again because while I was at a base, I, I I just couldn't find the time to play it more because. But it's so chill, right? It's so weird. I never played an Animal Crossing in a game in my life, but for okay to preface this, so the Nintendo Switch has this like stupid system of like you pay uh, eighty euros or bucks or whatever, and you get these two tickets, and then you get like two games for it. One of them was Astral Chain back at August, which is, like, amazing, by the way. And then... I, oh, I hate Astral Chain. Fuck you, on. dude. It's so good. <laughs> hey, hey, you know, you you know, know what? what? You know what? In, like, in 30 minutes, we'll go back to Astral Chain. But anyway. <laughs> and then I had this ticket, like, lying around for, like, half a year, probably. And I was like, yeah, I guess I'll use it sometimes. And then all my friends like, yo, dude, Animal Crossing is, like, really good. I'm like, I don't know if it's a game for me. I don't know. But it's like, well, it's honestly. It's too soft and cute. Yeah. Like, but, but at this point, I all, all the money I spent on that ticket was like already made back. So I was like, fuck yeah. it. So I got it and played for it. And I was like, this is cute. I'm okay with this. And it's like, but then <laughs> suddenly that fucking Tom Nook is like, oh, you're in like 50,000 debt? I'm like. Oh, my God. Tom, okay. Tom Nook is like a shonen, a shonen villain that won't die. See, the thing about Animal Crossing is that you don't know why. 
but you're going to get addicted to it. You know, like that first hour that, oh, come on, I need more. Exactly. <laughs> it was, it's like, yeah, I'll gather your fucking peaches. Sure, I'll do it. But it's like, it's super chill. It's super nice. Sure, I'll uh, go 200,000 yeah. bells in debt. Why not? Yeah, that. But it's like, I, the I American need to play dream. more. I need to play more just to like get a feel of the game because I I honestly like I set up mm. a tent I set up a tent for like these R two fuckers and I need to like pay my bills apparently in this <laughs> godforsaken island I don't know I, I feel I feel like Animal least... Crossing was originally developed to teach Japanese children how to be responsible adults I don't know dude it's just kind of fun to go digging for clams. Manila, that's my favorite flavor of clams. Hey, I caught a sea bass. It's at least a C plus. <laughs> do they still it's have so... do they still have the puns when you catch animals and shit? Yes. Great. They have so many puns and it's so stupid and it's oh, I don't know. This game, I didn't think I'd be that into it. Like um Jessica said she was getting it too, so I was like, "Oh, that's another reason I should probably get this game." So I can play with Jessica. How do I and open this I just, fucking bottle? I, I, what? You what probably have to be bottle? sober. Oh my god! It's got a, It's got a sober. Wait, isn't that one of the the, the pory thingies? Isn't it already open? Just drink from it, dude. Just drink from really? it. Really? Just <laughs> does it? Does it? Can you drink from it? Mm. No. It is one of the pouring things. I was right. I'm sober enough to know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> but if if anyone wants to. Animal Crossing is a game that you can play if you want to play for like six to eight hours straight, like me, and be a billionaire. Like I, I have, a I think I have sixteen million bells left over now. How did um, you do it so quickly? I he learned cheated. how to farm tarantulas. He exploited no. the I know, game. I know how he did it. I know how he did it. He sent nudes to people because people have been getting bells in the most ridiculous <laughs> way. Them, oh dude, yeah, dude. What? Which nudes? All of them are animals, dude. <laughs> Fuck. No, I said a very special IRL. His dick pics, man, dick pics. Yeah, they're they're people selling sexual favors for freaking bells, and it's kind of ridiculous. But no, I I just exploited like learning how to farm. You can get like each trip of your if you go to a new island, you can farm tarantulas. Wait, you you can get to like different islands? That's news to me. Yeah, dude. Well, you've played for an hour. Like you'll you'll you understand more. You play. (laughs) Oh God. But are you okay? The tie you do you need a break? No. We're gonna keep drinking and we're gonna keep keep gone going. Keep on trucking, boys. But no, it, it's a game that's it's fun for people who want to know life in it, like I did for eight hours a day and just farming money. Because I was like, fuck it, I have nothing else to do but farm money. And it's super easy. That's the problem with the game. It's super easy to do everything. So it makes it very easy to just like like last night when I was playing it, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna play it for like ten minutes, fifteen minutes, just do random stuff." Then I look at the clock and it's been an hour, and I'm like, "Oh, oh shit!" <laughs> I guess I'll get these these peaches. And it's, oh shit, it's been an hour, and I have a shit ton of peaches now. <laughs> like you get very lost in time doing stuff in the game, and that's a m- wonderful thing about it. But it's definitely something that you're not meant to play uh, very long every mm. day because it is very monotonous, the yeah. stuff that you do. Like when you farm islands like I did for tarantulas at night. But you're supposed to play for like in maybe 30 minutes to like an hour max a day. Honestly, you don't even need that long. Like 30 minutes is fine to do all your dailies. And then you just log off. 
And that's because the thing. Ca- yeah, and that's the thing. It's like apparently, apparently, it's like a daily thing because I know some people like quote unquote cheat by like moving the switch clock forward and oh, just yeah, to time, progress the game. The time wizards, dude. Time wizards. <laughs> exactly so that. You can you can exploit a bunch of stuff in the game. Um, time wizards is like when you just change your system clock to fast forward or back go back. Mm-hmm. Like I teleported back in time one night because I I fucked up and I didn't play before ten and I had the store so it closes at ten so I was like oh no I I'm I'm not gonna be able to buy all the cool stuff in the store today because <laughs> you have a you have a rotating shop and I'm collecting all the shit that I can to make my house super pretty okay <laughs> like I have a theme in my house my main room my 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 kitchen area is a tea room very zen okay very feng shui very zen <laughs> and then <laughs> i have a gym sad, in my other room you sad sad man <laughs> and then i have a bathroom a dedicated dude he's in quarantine like all of you like it makes yeah, sense i'm freaking in quarantine i have nothing else to do then i have a workshop where i have tools and my motorcycle and my bicycle and scooter then my downstairs is a man cave that has godzilla and a mecca how many <laughs> that are just rooms like, do you have? He has a mansion. You, you can get four rooms in the first level or in the middle level, There's I guess. Multiple the levels. Oh my god. Yeah, but it costs a shit ton of money. But it's okay because I did nothing but farm for bells for the first seven days, so I have so much money because I have nothing else to do in fucking quarantine. But it's it's a very addicting game. Animal Crossing is a great game to play in quarantine when you have nothing else to do. It's. Here's a fun fact. Animal Crossing has outsold Doom Eternal in the week of launch. Like these results in the meme. What timeline are we in? Like what the (laughs) fuck? So so Doom and Animal Crossing had a lot of memes, a lot of crossover memes, because they came out on the exact same day. Those are the best uh, two weeks ago. I saw I saw (laughs) Isabel drawn as Doom guy. That was pretty good. It's so good. It's it's very funny. But it's just because they have the same release date. And I love Doom. I love Doom 2016. I love how they rebooted the series. I like Doom 3, though. Don't shoot me. I know everyone hates Doom 3, but I liked it. I haven't Fuck played any of them, by the way. Oh, my God, Natai. I'm waiting for, like, wait, wait, wait. In my defense, I'm waiting to, like, with my current wage, to, like, buy a really good PC and then play all okay. of them. Fair point. So... If you don't know, Doom is like one of the. I think it's actually the first FPS game ever invented. What I want to say. There was Castle. Right. Wait, wait, wait. Not, there was not like the Escape one that from. Just came out the original Doom game. The original Doom. No, 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 one no. Was there was Escape from FPS. Castle Wolfenstein, which I think was before that. I might be wrong. But they, but, so, but they both came out in the same year, right? Yeah. So they're both made by ID. I don't know. Okay, yeah. ID Software, same company. They literally defined the genre of FPS as it is today. Right. No joke. Yeah. All right, props to them. A little bit of game history. But uh, I played Welcome to Doom 3. <laughs> Welcome to my John's. Welcome to the John Wait, and the Tie podcast so where I talk about. If it's the first ever FPS, why are we only on three? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> God damn it, show. Show. I don't understand. No, this comes from a man who plays like a, what, a 20-year-old. I MMO. don't play. It's 15 years old. Oh, excuse and, me. <laughs> and I don't play FPS. By the way, by the way, I think I'm borderline drunk for just for the entertainment of you, you think? all. You think? No, I know you are. <laughs> 
I'm getting the I'm I'm getting the Asian red. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, you're getting the Asian blue <laughs> and red now, <laughs> or the Asian flush or whatever it's called. So Doom. Okay, so so Doom Doom one came out after Wolfenstein because right. it was basically a modded Wolfenstein, but the same mechanics. It's it's literally the OG FPS that started it all. Right. It started the speed running and it started the FPS genre. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Doom one and two come out. They're apparently good. Sixty four came out and apparently it was bad. I never played sixty four. Like I said, I've never played the Doom one or two until I played my first Doom game, which was Doom three, which apparently everyone hated because again, I I've never played any other Doom games and they're apparently super fast paced. Hence why people started speed running them and it started the whole speed run culture. Yeah. Yeah. It jump started the speed run culture. It jump started the FPS culture. So it created something beautiful i love fps games like i used to play in tournaments for counter-strike right god bless titanfall 2 god bless titanfall 1 god bless titanfall 2 god damn it i love apex to death but i wish there was a titanfall 3 coming in the (laughs) Uh, please come on respawn i need more titanfall but i played doom 3 apparently it's a lot slower paced uh but i liked it because it reminded me it's like a it's very survival horror which is what i really like like i love dead space i love the dead space franchise r.a.p to visceral oh no ea for killing your studio just goddamn dead space ea is like studio dream they kill everything they acquire (laughs) dead space 3 was so bad that's not fair alex i didn't know there was a dead space 3 i forget that (laughs) it doesn't exist show no you shouldn't yes but if you do if you do we can play co-op Ooh, let's do it I'll do it. We'll stream. Yeah, by- <laughs> he won't play Dead. Even by though, even though Dead Space Three is like the worst one of the trilogy, I guess. Girl, I have like yeah. an hour in each. <laughs> oh my god, you need to do a playthrough of Dead Space One while I I back coach you. I have commitment issues. Like, I always start. That's it the and best way to do it, though. It's so fun. It is so much fun. I just like stop playing it and then I just forget to get back to it and then I never get back. And then he plays Guild Wars. Yeah. And then so Dead Space One, Dead Space Two. Dead Space Two is my absolute favorite. I plat it was the first game I ever platinumed on a console. Really? I loved it that much. Okay. That I was like, I'm gonna replay this until I get every trophy. And I did it. <laughs> it was the best. You what what Alex? Just, what? You're a sad, sad man. <laughs> It opened my eyes to the possibilities of video gaming. Like, I have ascended up beyond you, mortal men who don't play games. You're not a real gamer. <laughs> Alex, he is the co-host. Right don't, wait, wait, Alex, he is the co-host. Don't fuck with it. <laughs> but going back to Doom, because you keep side sidetracking, said side railing, railroading. What's the word? It's not railroading. I don't know. Railroading is not what you I want I keep here. getting sidetracked. I could get, but but Doom Three was my favorite. So then when Doom Twenty Sixteen came out, I was like, uh, I don't know. Now that I've played Doom Three, and then I went back and replayed Doom One and Two, which were I, I was like, this is so stupid, but I love it. <laughs> like, it's so stupid, but I love it. I don't understand how this game works, but it's super fun, action packed, and it's just like da 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 da. Wait wait wait. wait wait. So like for the record, because. Also, I haven't played any of the Doom games. I'm like, I want to play them someday, like the new ones. But okay. what was Doom 3 different from, like, 1 and 2? So It wasn't anywhere one near as was, fast-paced. It was 2D, first of all. And it's old because it's from, like, the freaking 80s or 90s. It's old. Doom 3? Uh, but it, 
Doom no, one. No, no, Doom one and two. One and two. Doom one and two are from like the eighties, and then Doom three or Doom okay. sixty four, which was the final one in the storyline, okay, happens in um the nineties, late nineties, and that was on you know sixty four Nintendo sixty four, and I never played that one, and I'm still not going to play it. But uh, Doom three came out in the mid two thousands, and I remember playing it on the original Xbox. I believe it came out on original Xbox, and I was at my cousin's house, and it was super fun. I liked it. I liked okay. how creepy it was. I loved all the demons. <laughs> loved how dark it was. <laughs> Just a casual Don't mind the burps. Move on. But after Doom three, I played one and two, and I, at first I didn't like them because I was like, "Oh, gross, two D graphics." But as I've aged, I've realized like how good of a game they are. Like it's fast paced, it's fun, and it's just fucking, it's just fun. Dude. Yeah. Like, if you're ever reminiscent of, like, the arcade cabinet days back in the fucking 80s and the late 90s or early 90s, that's what Doom 1 and 2 is like. It's mm. just, like, the the old days, you know? It's nostalgia. But, uh, and then Doom 2016 came out. And I remember looking at it, and I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready for a reboot, you know? Coming mm. from a timeline, right now we're in an age where everything gets rebooted, you know? Like, Jurassic Park's been rebooted, Doom's getting rebooted. The funny thing about Doom 2016 is it came out sh- either shortly before or shortly after the live-action Doom movie, which was terrible. Was so it shortly first, after? Okay, fun fact. The first Doom movie was actually one of the first video game franchises that actually redeemed their money back, I believe. Got, yeah, really? got their money back, it. but it got it ba- almost Be- solely because of its name. Yeah, they, it only got it because solely because of its name, and plus The Rock was in mm. it. And it was really, it was a terrible movie. Go ahead, Natai, you have something to say? I, no, it's like, it's like to a different topic. So, like, finish, finish what you have to say because, like, I have okay. this thought in my head. So, keep going. So, back in the wintertime, like, four months ago, I finally got Doom, Doom 2016, the remake. Mm. And let me tell you, boy, I fucking loved it. <laughs> they brought I'm back sure. the The soundtrack is amazing. The Mick Gordon is a fucking god, okay? BFG Division <laughs> is my fucking workout song. I'm like, oh, yeah, BF Division, let's go! Let's go! <laughs> okay, like, I fucking love Doom 2016 Remake, and Eternal just came out two weeks ago with Animal Crossing, and I bought both, but I played Animal Crossing for the first week because I was just addicted. Like, I've never played one before. I'm like, I've got to get these bells. I've got to keep playing. So you mentioned about how Doom and Animal Crossing came out on the same day. Something else is going to happen relatively soon, probably next year, maybe, um, is that at least currently the plan is for The Matrix 4 and John Wick 4 to come out on the same day. And that's going to be the first time in in history that that two movies have come out with the same leading actor in it it's I not gonna happen what, dude gonna i wonder if we're so, gonna see a lot of crossover let me movies. let me let me finish my thought about doom i got doom eternal and i just played it this weekend and it's fucking phenomenal mm. it's just as good as number or doom 2016 i actually i think it's better they improve really? the combat flow they improve the, so number doom 2016 the first half of the game honestly i thought was very slow and dragging i didn't really like it okay. but the second half is fucking excellent like par for the course right but doom eternal they were like all right so people complained about that you know what we're gonna do we're gonna make the first half 
the part where you get all your fucking guns. <laughs> and then the second half, we're just going to combat check you every single fucking day. And I was like, oh my god, this is so hard, but it's so fun. <laughs> it's it's, like, it's a lot tougher, and it's a lot more pa- fast-paced, and they, they make the combat so fucking fluid. I, like, I love it so much. It's honestly entering my top ten of games now. Mm, honestly. Wow. Doom Eternal mechanics is entering top ten of my fucking favorite games of all time. A, I have this question. List. I have this okay. question because I just yeah. like thought about it. Also, by the way, it's like w- this is one of these one a.m. Thai thoughts. Okay, so bear with okay. me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> bear with me. Does the game need to be fun in order for in order for it to be a compelling experience for you to like think about later on? Uh, I mean, I think the ultimate goal of all games should be that: is it fun? Like, it doesn't matter the type of game that you play. At the end of the day, if you have fun playing this game, it's done its job, right? Right. Like, the job of a game is to convey its story or whatever the fuck it wants to convey to you as a player, as a consumer, and that you have fun playing it. If you don't have fun playing a game, then it hasn't done its fucking job Because here's the thing. Because here's the thing. So, like, a few weeks ago, I was, like, browsing Steam, and one of the games that were on my wish list was Spec Ops The Line. Now, if okay. you've played the okay. game, you know where I'm going with this. If you haven't, yeah. uh, this game is pretty, I guess, generic in terms of its yep. mechanics. Like, you know, it's like cover-based shooter. You, you're you going to cover and you pop and shoot the bad guys, I guess. Yeah. But there is this, like, very strange narrative of how you're, like, the main character is, like, supposedly the hero, but is like the longer you go into the game the more it's like more delves into the psyche of the character and more how he is kind of insane really but yeah. when i look back on the game i'm really satisfied with the time i had with it right but it wasn't yeah. a fun game to play right mm, so yeah. like what do you think about that because i i feel like some games like for instance so i talk about spec ops the line which is it isn't a fun game to play, but it's like a really satisfying experience. And more than that, like yeah. a game I played a few years back called uh, This War of Mine is also real, not really a fun game to play, but it is like compelling and satisfying. So it's like, what do you feel about that? If you have like any experience in that, I guess. So I played Spec Ops on my first Spec Ops game was, I don't remember what it was called, but it was on PS one the original Mm. ps1 okay and i remember spending a lot of hours in it and i fucking hated it but i loved it Mm. you know uh tom clancy games are just kind of like that where tom clancy is an author if no one knows was he doesn't just (laughs) he wasn't dead now yeah he's dead now but he, he he was an author that did a lot of military stuff and his he has a lot of games based on him. Like I, I believe Rainbow Six Siege is super popular right now. Yep. Uh, I remember when it first came out, no one really cared that much about it, but it's still super popular right now, mm-hmm. which is good. It's got a cult following. It's I think it's a pretty decent game. Splinter Cell is Very another sp- one that he. I did. fucking love Splinter Cell too. That was on PlayStation One. Splinter as well. Cell is really good. I like but, how, the thing I love about Tom Clancy games is he'll make he'll write a novel based on a concept, and then a video game studio will take that concept and say, "How can we convolute this so much that it actually yeah, makes his, a video game?" I think Tom Clancy <laughs> books are okay. Um, 
honestly, if it, when it comes to military books, I like ones based on real things. Like mm. um, Operation Red Wing, that book, that had a movie that came out about it. <clears throat> the guys who dropped an Afghan and then had the choice of killing the uh, that farmer guy. I don't remember what it was called. Hmm. But that was based on the book Operation Red Wing. And I remember reading that. And it, it really highlights the details of, like, how covert ops works and how crazy right. it is. You know, like, the calls that you have to make. It's, it's fucking crazy. And <clears throat> I think that, at least when it translates to video games, <clears throat> as long as you enjoy playing the game, it should be fine. But if you enjoyed the experience, too, because, you know, it's not just enjoying playing the game. You know, a game right. can have shitty mechanics. It can have shitty story. But if you overall left it with a positive experience, it's fine. It did its job. You know, games, as much as they've evolved from, like, fucking 2D Pong to shooters and to what we have now with amazing graphics and amazing stories, it's about the experience. And everyone experiences things differently. Like, there could be a game that I fucking love that you hate. There could be a game that you hate that I fucking think is the best game in the world. Mm. It's about your experience and what you take away from it. You can say the same thing about, like, all media, really. Yeah, because all media is... all media for our consumption is about how much you enjoy it, right? What you take away from but it. But what if what if you like not necessarily enjoy, but what it like cuz Spec Ops specifically it's like it's a really dark and grim game, right? Yeah. For those who don't know, like I don't want to spoil it because like the journey of the main character is like delving more and more into his psyche and how pretty much he is yeah. like really fucked up inside. Basically, and like, the like in the mechanics, campaign. yeah, and in the mechanics, it's it doesn't tra- translate to a fun experience. It translates though into a compelling experience. But did you end up like playing this playing a game where you felt like I don't know if I'm enjoying this, but it is like enlightening or like thought-provoking or whatever right that's like my question that makes me think of um doki doki literature club Mm, like as a as a game it's honestly not amazing it doesn't do anything impressive it's a visual novel like yeah yeah it's a visual novel but it's a game regardless i i i believe visual novels are like games yeah you have options there's choices just like my point is there's not a lot of complex mechanics that go and involve but it's a pick it's a pick your own adventure right which is a type of game that we had in the early 90s, quite a lot of. And honestly, it wasn't compelling, and the stuff that it did didn't really blow my mind. But overall, I liked the message, and I liked the journey. The message? So okay. did <laughs> the message? What Don't is the message? Yeah. <laughs> the message is... Is Monica is Nothing best is girl. worthwhile. No. Yeah, Monica is you best got her, yeah, you got the No, no. That's Monica, the exact opposite the of that. The message of Doki Doki Literature Club is Monica is best girl, and if you don't believe me, she will fucking delete your ass. Well, I'm still here, bitch. But, <laughs> by the way, wait, show did you? By play? the way, yeah. Yuri. By All the of way, us here have played Doki Doki Literature Club. Okay. Yeah, we by are way, Doki Doki Yuri, Literature Club. <laughs> just wanted to say this one thing: Yuri is best girl until the shitty stuff happens. <laughs> See, Alex has been brainwashed to believe that Monica is best girl, like the game intended, right? The entire game has Such intended to brainwash you. What a plug. Yeah, oh, he's, he's leaving. He doesn't want to leave. Alex just left because we offended Monica. Uh, <laughs> but oh, I totally agree with you. Like... 
playing the game, there was a whole slog of all this, like, happy-go-lucky, slice-of-life bullshit. Like, where's the blood? Where's the murder? Where's the suffering? I was bored. But once we got to the... Alex, I can't believe you bought a plushie of that. Then it it got good. But majority of it was pretty boring. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. The majority of it is boring, but when it gets into the like the slaughter, then it gets interesting. The blood. Yeah. And I normally hate no- torture, right? I, I'm like, no, why? the good guy needs to no. win. That's why, well, that's why you hate ReZero. Like Wait, you hate ReZero? Don't you like seeing good people? Wait, but he wasn't even a good person. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> I hate the fact that we have to follow Subaru around. That's about the beauty of wait, wait, ReZero. Wait, he's not Subaru? Is that he's such an unlikable character, and you get to like follow around Felix. You get to see him get hurt. Yeah, actually, that'd be a good, be good anime. I just don't like your Matt Coon. But that's how I feel about video games. Like as long as you walk away with a positive experience, where either you liked playing the game, or you liked the mechanics, or you liked just the story, or what it made you feel afterward. It could be a Mm. terrible fucking game with terrible mechanics but you liked how the game ended or you liked the story, whatever, it could be anything, then the game has done its job. It has entertained you. I could get behind that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't buy a lot of games for a very specific reason. That's because I don't know if I'll enjoy this game. Like, Mm -hmm. I was very hesitant to buy Doom 2016 because I was like, "Ah, I don't know if I'm ready for a reboot. Like, I hate this reboot culture, but I've realized, like, well, there's a reason it got rebooted. It's because it's a fucking great game series. And id Software did a fucking phenomenal job recapturing that in doom 2016 and even better with doom eternal so if you guys are bored you want to play a fast-paced fps go play some doom eternal or come if you guys just want to chill out and fucking animal just crossing. fucking play just play animal crossing it's a super chill game or like there's no pressure or play guild no, wars with show or you can play no. dead by daylight with me and me on steam i'm boring <laughs> oh my god that's my yeah. i'm never gonna play dead by daylight with you play with First me of all, the play servers, with me the servers are shitty oh my huh? god i totally get the pallets and they still hit me yeah i, I know it's a shitty game fuck? that's why i love it what the fuck <laughs> what no he likes it because it's I easy can't. for him to exploit certain things that's why he he asked me every time that the, the, the uh, player levels reset he asked me to join him because i bring the average level of the of the killer down and by then we being can bully the killer <laughs> I know, and that's disconnect. the only <laughs> That's the only reason you keep inviting us to Come play. Come play. <laughs> I want to play with... Killers. I'm at the highest rank right now. I need you guys at the lowest rank so that I can face the newbie killer. <laughs> no! I did want to... Show, did... show. Wait, wait, wait. Show. I'm halfway drunk and I'm still not convinced I should buy this shitty game. No. Don't you want to get no. murdered Before, in the forest no. at night? Don't listen to show. No. Show, shut up. It's the best no. thing. This game, it's the best murder simulator 2020. This game is so much. So normally I would love a game like Dead by Daylight because there is a lot of fucking theory crafting involved. Okay. Mm. There are meta builds because mm-hmm. you can level up your survivors mm-hmm. and they have different perks. I fucking love because I'm a fucking nerd. I love theory crafting. <laughs> right of course i fucking love theory crafting but there's metas in the game and basically everyone's a nerd in the game and they're like oh you got to run this build to fucking be good show and everyone knows this i'm at the highest ranks and there's no consistent build we all run random shit 
No, but there's there's, 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 a, there's a build you're supposed to run, but no one runs that. Wait, RTS <laughs> yeah. builds whatever. The same game? survivor all the time with the same perks, and I don't oh change a damn thing. You're that. You're that so, bitch. <laughs> I think it's fun as a game because I, I, I honestly, I love survivor horror. I love horror in general. So I would love Dead by Daylight, but the fact of the matter is everyone fucking runs what's OP and what's the meta, and I fucking hate that. Wait, but how many hours do you have on this game? How do you know what people like run? Hours. How many? Four? I read the subreddit. You read the subreddit. Okay. You don't play it for yourself. People. <laughs> killers at low rank don't run anything. They don't run any yeah. meta perks. If you played the game, but you would know the, this. What's the point of playing this game as a low tier when you play with me? I can play with your perks. I'll match your build, girl. <laughs> Overall, it's a shitty game to die. Don't fucking no, play it. No, it's so good. I'm not buying it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> fucking okay. Um, so I before before we move on, um, I did want to say a really good example of the dichotomy you were talking about earlier is the Mass Effect series um, okay. about how a game can have like good mechanics and a good story and still be be bad, or can have you know a good story and bad mechanics and be bad. Like okay. see, with Mass Effect, is, well, Ma- I, Mass Effect one, two, and three were really good games, at least in my opinion. And then you got to Andromeda, okay. and that was horseshit. So I've I never I've bothered never, with, Andro- with Andromeda, by the way. I've never played a, a Mass Effect game. I have a friend who loves the series, and he tells me all about it. And I remember watching him play number one and two. Uh, I didn't watch him play three because at this point we've kind of drifted off in our friendship. You know, but <laughs> I know that everyone apparently universally hated three because the ending was bullshit because it didn't matter what you did. Originally, yes, they pretty had, much they, since since the game was has launched, they actually went back and as part of some DLC, they changed the ending a little bit. So were the but the still make, even make even but still even after the DLC was pretty bullshit. Let's be honest. Yeah, I mean the the ending could have been better, but mechanics wise, it's the, all three games have really good mechanics. So I tried playing Mass Effect Two for a little bit when I was at my friend's house. I just, I just don't like it, dude. I just don't. And, and mechanically that's fine. or story wise? Mechanically, okay. I didn't like the the combat. I was like, eh, it's whatever. It's you know, pretty it's... B- vanilla. I'm not gonna. Yeah, lie. if he only if he only uh, played but... two, he probably doesn't have a huge grasp on like the lore of Mass Effect. No, I don't have the... And I understand that the entire series is about the lore. Mm. And apparently, number three takes a shit on itself. <laughs> and then Andromeda, it just basically tries to reboot three or some shit. Here's I don't the know, thing. Here's of. the thing. Like, number three is, like, amazing. And then you get, like, okay. to last 5% of the campaign. And we're, then, that's the point where it pretty much Mass shits Effect, itself. Mass Effect 3 is, Mass. like, the darling in the Franks of... <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> fucking series. I don't know about that. I haven't even bothered watching past the take, first five episodes. Takes just shit. It's his so takes all I'm hearing is that through. it's mediocre at best, and then at the end it gets even worse than mediocre. That sounds about right. <laughs> that sounds about right. Oh god, trigger! But I, I love How far <laughs> you fall. I love the first two the first two Mass Effect games, and I, I agree that story wise the. The third entry was very mediocre, but then Andromeda just took the mediocrity and just drove that off a cliff. Here's the thing, though. See, like, mechanically, 
Mass Effect okay. 3 was like really solid. It gave you just a bit more options. It gives you it gave you all of the mechanics you grew to know and love in 2. But the, and like the entirety of the game I think is like really solid, hmm. but then like really just the back end of like the last 10 minutes are just a bit I don't know if to say out there, but just the cli- it doesn't I, feel right. It, what the way I, I describe it to people is the climax doesn't actually feel earned. It feels like it's a it, yes. It feel it feels like they actually didn't have an idea for how to end Commander Shepard's story, and so they just yeah. said, "Why don't we just have it end?" And then that's it. There is no there is no epilogue. It's just that's it. And that's the shitty thing is that they never gave us like a really good, a really amazing, good definitive ending. It's like just an eh experience all throughout. You know, I do. Like, I do feel like that yeah. from the beginning, assuming it was always going to be a trilogy, which I I don't think is something you can assume. I think the idea they was said always, it's going to be a trilogy. I, I I feel like the idea was always to have Commander Shepard die at the end. Spoilers. It's so weird. It's Fucking so weird. Spoilers. Okay, no, no, it's not even. Me. It's not. That's the thing. It's not really even spoilers because it doesn't have to be the ending. But when you look back at the production side of the, of like the whole project, the the time that was spent between Mass Effect two and three is not that long, which is a bit concerning. Yeah, but, there was a, there was yeah. a bigger gap in production yeah. time between one and two than there was in two and three. Exactly, and that's okay. sort of when you look at like interviews and like the things they have said, it seems a bit rushed, which is really concerning because <laughs> there is like the end of the trilogy. Well, let me eh? just talk about Bioware. Yeah, to be let's talk yeah, about Bioware. Yeah, to be fair, let's Bioware. talk about Bioware. So. Show, I'm so sorry that you have had zero opportunity to really talk on this. I don't care. Natai and John podcast. Honey, I'm still but I have this is our show. <laughs> but let me talk about Bioware. I I purchased um their latest game, which was supposed to be like the next best loot and shoot next to Destiny One. Which one? Which was fucking the fucking robots one where you're Iron Man. Anthem? What was it? Anthem. Fuck that game, dude. That game is like, nope. I I bought Anthem and I I bought the fucking deluxe package. Wait, 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 like, wait, wait. Let me stop you right there. Are we going to talk about Anthem? We're gonna talk a little bit. About okay, Anthem. I'm going to take a piss real quick. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Fucking Bioware, how far you have fallen? Like the rest of our studios. Do, do you right? know, do you know you know why Bioware has fallen? Because they got fucking acquired by EA. You know what? Everyone blames EA as the big bad, but after a little research, honestly, EA, yeah, they're still the big bad. I agree. They do a lot of shitty things, a lot of shady things about sell, 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 because that's what EA is about as a publisher. But there's still some creative directive going on. Like Titanfall 2 is a commercial flop, right? And I fucking adored the Titanfall series. I love Respawn. Bless them. I still love it. Was Titanfall it was more than one, just a flop two. though, didn't it? Like, it, hasn't it nearly bankrupted a, a part of EA? <laughs> like, yes. a, an EA and a subsidiary. Because, and the reason for that is because there's a lot of turmoil because they they launched the game too early. They didn't want to push it back, and that's where they first fucked up. Hmm. You know, the game was incomplete. 
it launched with an incomplete campaign. Hmm. Like, then they had this roadmap where they were going to fix everything. And then halfway through that, they lost nearly all of their player base. And I'm so, I feel so bad for that. Because Anthem. It's a big oof. Anthem honestly had a way to make it really good. Hmm. And it fucked it all up. The story, first of all, unlike most Bioware things, the story of Anthem is the worst part of it. The mechanics, honestly, are okay, I guess. Like, I hated the fact that they were like, oh, you can pick any suit that you want, and then you can make it however you want. But then when you get to endgame, it's like, oh, guess what? You can't play any suit that you want with any equipment you want. You have to run the meta builds. Fucking hated that. Worst thing in the world. Wait, did you actually pay for that game? Yeah, I paid for it. Is it free now or some shit? I don't know. I just I didn't even bother because the moment that came that game came oh out, oh, I I saw the videos. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to bother with it because no. Nope. So, one thing I love about video games is when they have an end game meta. I love games that let you play out of meta, okay. and they promised in in Anthem that you could play out of meta, and you can't. Nope. Honestly speaking, when I played it for the first two months, month and a half, before I fucking dropped the game, I got to endgame. And the endgame was, oh, guess what? If you don't run meta builds, you can't fucking play this game. And I was like, what? What do you mean I can't play fucking how I want? You know, a game is about... Bioware is a game, is a, is a company about playing how you want. And it fucks mm-hmm. it all up in Anthem. And I get that the production was rushed. I get that their developers were under constraint. But it was just so... They weren't being transparent anymore. They couldn't deliver on promises. And the game died out within literally the first month of it being launched. Just like Destiny 2, quite honestly. Mm. Because they couldn't fix what was really everyone's complaint. Which was loot. Loot was the worst. Your end game is about grinding loot. How mm-hmm. could you fuck that up? Loot has become, you know? like, the worst part of gaming in, like, the 2010s and onward. Pretty much. I di- no. So, but... I can't... I disagree with that. Okay. Because I, I loved Destiny 1, and I absolutely adored Destiny 2 for the first three months that I played the game. And also, Borderlands loot. does loot really well, but that's a single-player game, yeah. so... Just saying. Well, well when I say Borderlands loot, 3 kind of fucked up I in the beginning, it's better loot now. Boxes. But... Loot boxes are terrible. Yeah, I, That's in every game. Depends. No one was going to yeah, say that, you're wrong. That's the problem. It's in every I game now, but it didn't used to be. It's in games that it has I don't no business mind, being in. I don't mind loot boxes if it's cosmetics and stuff that I can collect. But if, but like if, you're, doing how... it, but if you're doing it with real-world currency, it's gambling. No, see, I'm fine with CS skins. CS Go skins, I am 100% fine with. Because I don't need that skin to be better. It's just fun mm. to have. Okay? Yeah. And I can in, Overwatch, in Overwatch, I love the skins. I love all the event skins. I love yeah. how much thought they put into that. I don't really care that if I don't get an exclusive skin, like, oh, I'm salty about it. I'm like, oh, dang it. I don't have that skin. But the fact that I can get event skins while playing the game like normal is 100% fine. Mm. Apex does the same thing, where mm. they have legendary skins that I'm like, if I want to pay for it, I can get it. I That's fine. I don't have to get it. And the fact that they have the whole, like, respawn, like, once you get to level 100, you go back to level 1, and just like Overwatch does, that is fine. That is 100% fucking fine. Okay? 
What I don't like is how I can't get it after the fact. I don't like it when games, when developers are like, you know what? We'll put a seasonal skin or an event skin in here, and you can't get it again until yep. the event rolls around. I fucking yep. oh, hate I love that. that. Just or they're they're also, they're also <laughs> get out of here, yeah. get out of here. Because that when you have the not... skin, you're like, there's no way you're ever gonna get that skin again. So well, that's I mean, bullshit. Bragging the he's other right people's about that because faces. There are some times where it's literally a once in a lifetime oh, kind of yeah. thing where that never comes back around again. So if you missed it, you missed it. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, and. But 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 like John, when you talking about like how the game like evolves to the way you play, right, or rather adapts to the way you play, right? That's like mm-hmm. also an interesting topic because like, show I know you play a lot of Civilization, right? Mm-hmm. It's like when he you gets get a lot to of people to rage quit on Civ. I know that exactly, exactly. So show when you get to the end game, like whatever play session you're playing, do you feel like you are like cornering to a specific game style or like does the game adapt to your specific game style? there, there you know is no I mean? end game with him he just goes in and just <laughs> bullies everyone let the man answer alex let the man answer the question yeah, you have to choose what play style you want to have early in the game because you can't switch play okay. styles late it's too late yeah. civilization is all about a so, snowball effect so if you don't get your yeah. play style snowballing in the early game you're never gonna get the rewards in the late game so you have to choose i, I equate soon. i equate civilization to playing chess with about 50 extra pieces on the board honey more like a lot more pieces <laughs> even when you're problem. playing against the pc though it's easier it's well, much easier against the pc why would you play against? Actually, bots? honestly, I don't know. I never. I honestly, for the record, time, I never played against. I never played Civilization, so it's against like new the PC. You can change your um, playstyle because the main problem with PC, oh, I'm sorry, with AI is that they're gonna kill you in the early game. So as long as you su- okay. as long as you survive the early game, then you can go for any victory type. But if you're against real people that like are not potatoes, then you need to choose a victory type early or else you're not going to win the game. You you you, you okay, say that gotcha. about playing against the AI until you get to the late stage and Gandhi fucking nukes you from orbit. Yeah, you can't play against fucking Gandhi. We ban Gandhi in all our games. <laughs> <laughs> He's too much. So <laughs> with RTS games, I love RTS as well. Like I, I played the shit out of StarCraft One and Shocking. Two. All right, <laughs> right. An Asian guy, An Asian guy loving StarCraft. RTS. Go fucking figure. <laughs> I, I fucking adore RTS games, but Civ is one of the games I don't like playing RTS with real players because, mm. of, like Show said, you can't switch meta. Like at least in StarCraft One and Two, you can switch your build order for the next battle for the next like instance that you're gonna be fucking microwing the shit out of to win in your tournament and that's why i got to fucking master league motherfucker okay (laughs) (laughs) like i played until i got to the nipping at the the buds of the fucking professional league okay i took that shit very seriously back in the day and uh, i just i like rts's that leave me options like if i call the wrong meta in my first or second battle, I can still recover. It's still a, a, a uphill battle, but in Civ, you can't do that. Okay, you fuck up. You're like, yeah. oh, time to just take. You're just like, no point in playing it. anymore. You might just have to slog yeah, exactly. through the next five hours. Quit. You know, you know what's the crazy thing is like. Let me take you a while back. All right, so okay, who still remembers Age of Mythology? 
Oh my god. I never played that. That's how you're the last person on this podcast, and even I remember that. Exactly. So that game I used to like play more than I would like to admit of, and I absolutely adore that game. And for me, RTSs were always like real time strategies, were always like these sort of semi chill games that are just like, okay, I guess I'll build this base, and I guess I'll just build this like base on the other side of my map, and I'll conquer it, and whatever. I'll build this like small civilization, right? Okay. And then suddenly, when I like, you know, reach that, that like threshold, when like, oh no, StarCraft is like this RTS game, but it's like, Really intense, yeah, and just cr- yeah, and, and, I, and I and I couldn't wrap my head around that. Zerg rush, like, exactly. It's like That's... when did you guys like get to the point where like, oh no, this isn't just a chill game. This is like really intense. I played StarCraft once. I got Zerg rush. I have never played it since. Oh man, you need to play StarCraft. StarCraft One is free, by the way. If anyone, I never played listening. StarCraft, by the way, just for the record. So. Starcraft is all about thinking how your opponent thinks. Like mm. scouting is very important in the game because you need okay. to fir- first learn who the fuck you're playing against. You know, if you're playing like I play Protoss, Protoss all the time. I fucking love the Protoss. They're my they're my clan. Like they're like the human Taro race, Adun. right? Yeah, they're the what? They're the human race, right? No, that's Terran. Oh, never mind. Sorry. It's Terran, Zerg, and Protoss. Protoss is the alien race. And I just love, like, uh, Legacy of the Void. I love the expansion. I love the trailer. Okay. Um, to be honest, all the StarCraft campaigns, I fucking adore. I've replayed them multiple times. But the game is all about intelligence and outplaying your opponent. Okay. Right? As an RTS, it's not for the casual player. Like, you can't just build whatever. There's There's a build order. There's metas you need to run. Or just play styles you need to run. Like, you can be offensive or you can be defensive. But overall, there's ways to counter. You know, you have units that you build that counter other units. So you need to know how to fucking play. (laughs) It is not very noob-friendly. And as I was... I Like, when I first played StarCraft 2, I actually got ranked at silver. I wasn't bronze like everyone else. I got ranked at silver because I I played StarCraft 2 or StarCraft 1 and Brood War so much that they ranked me at silver. And I fought my way through diamond to get to master league okay Okay. and i was only there for like two days (laughs) but at least at least you got to the summit man you got to see the view from the top i did and well that's not even the summit the summit is grandmaster but the game is all about learning how your opponents play encountering them and being able like micro in number one micro was more uh prominent like learning how to play your units properly Number two, they introduced, like, stuff, skills and stuff. So then you had to actually micro. But they're more about, like, learning your skills and your cooldowns. And it, it's been a balancing act since. You know, Counter-Strike isn't very balanced. Or not Counter-Strike. Counter-Strike isn't Strike. very balanced. No, because Counter-Strike was my first dive into, like, actual playing professional league stuff. Okay. But StarCraft is more than that. It's a very big balancing act. Mm. And that's why it's not very noob-friendly. Because... If you don't know meta builds, if you don't know the counter strats, then you're going to be pretty fucked when you're playing. Okay, gotcha. And, and, and that's that's why online play is pretty bad. But I recommend StarCraft 1 and 2 for the campaign alone. The The story is so good. 
you know like <laughs> when you're playing campaign you don't have to worry about oh i need to run this meta build i know what i need to build like i know i know what my counters are it's like just that, build how you want and see yeah if it works. That, that takes me back to like warcraft 3 because that campaign was <laughs> yeah. so good and also with the frozen throne expansion it's just mm. really solid single player like campaign which takes you through this like fascinating story with, and you progress through it and just mm-hmm. explore more of this like world and story, which I, personally for me, that's like my go-to, just a single player experience that like feels like it feels a satisfying story, right? You know? Yeah. And it's crazy to me to think like just five years ago, single player was being like fucking just thrown out the window. No one wanted to play yep. single player anymore. Exactly. And I, I love and I adore single-player games because I want to play how I want. I don't want to just always be competing. Yep. You know, I hate skill-based matchmaking. Like, I play Modern Warfare now, and they have skill-based matchmaking. And I hate it because it's like I can't just fucking play how I want. Yep. Because I'm going to always end up with people who try hard, who are trying to get into the next ELO. And that's what I hated about Destiny 2 with Trials. It's all yep. just tryhards. It's all mm-hmm. ELO. And it's so bad. The problem with like, playing Call of Duty, though, is is eventually, no matter how good you are, you're going to be called gay. <laughs> <laughs> the Call of Duty lobby stuff is just whatever. You know, I've grown past that. Since Modern Warfare 2, I've learned how to trash speak, you know. Like, I've, since Halo, I just, Call, no, you, that, all that. My, my point, though, is that that shows you that shows you the, the, the Call of Duty, like, player base skews way young. Because that's the worst it thing does. they can think of it to does. say about you. See... I remember there was a. I was doing a LAN party. We were playing Halo ODST, I want to say. It might have okay. been Halo 3. Just like 30 years ago. I don't ago. remember which Halo it was. Yeah, it was a long time ago. But I remember there was this kid. There's like a, maybe a 14 year old kid who was like trash talking us, you know, saying he fucked our mom. Like, yeah, like normal 14 year old lobbies do. And I just went off in this whole, well, you know what? I fucked your dad and he loved it. <laughs> you know? And then it's like, <laughs> you, you probably couldn't see it, but the eyes probably glazed there. Like, what do I say now? I, I yeah, have no comeback. Like, no, my dad's not gay. I'm like, well, he liked it when my balls were in his mouth. And I made him our... <laughs> exactly. And I made oh, him no. our bitch while we were playing PvP. And then he became part of our party because we were, do- we were ramming him so hard. And he was like... He was revering me and my friend's skills in Halo. <laughs> like... It, it's a unique thing playing on online PvP, and occasionally I like it. You know, I still like playing Apex, but Apex I still is love. Good. Yeah, Apex is good, but honestly, after playing Doom Eternal and playing like Titanfall Two, I'm like, God, this movement is so slow. Titanfall like, Two not... is like the peak of single player movement. That's how I feel yeah. about that game. It's honestly, so good. Like, video games are so weird because. There should have been this decline in single player, but now that I've gotten older and I've played all these multiplayer games, like I've played all the BR games, yeah. you know, I played Blackout for Call of Duty, I've played Fortnite, I've played Apex, I've played PUBG, and I've played all these multiplayer games, Battle Royales, I've played fucking League of Legends. I hate all of that, <laughs> except Apex. Apex is the only one I'll still like because I love the shooting mechanics in it because it's Titanfall. Yeah, pretty much. I hate every other BR. I hate every other multiplayer game. I'm like, fuck, man. Bring back single-player games. But how can you bully bring, people no, if it's single-player? How can you teabag them? I don't bring, understand. Bring back, no, bring bring back single-player campaigns with great stories. That's what I miss. Like, I, I miss having great single-player stories. I mean, honestly, like, 
I I I never played like a virtual reality game, but okay. from the from what I, I feel heard like there's about, a big butt that's gonna come here right now. It's a big butt. <laughs> but from the from the videos I have seen about Half Life Alex, which is like this VR experience about Half Life, which is to yeah. some extent Half Life Three, it's in its like pretty bonkers in the best way possible. So I am curious, but I know I'll never get to play it for like the next five years or so. Let's be honest. Yeah. VR VR is so, an interesting concept. I mean, like it yeah. works. I think I think there's still a lot of stuff they got to do to get it there, quote unquote. Exactly. But yep. I think they're on the right track. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't think it'll be there until you make things like the. I forget what they call it, like the infinite track thing where you can, it's like a treadmill that you can walk on that changes direction. The holodeck. Yeah, well, yes, the holodeck from Star Trek would be great. <laughs> but um, they have that, I forget what it's called, but it, you know what I'm talking about. It's like the the treadmill yeah, that I've changes direction. Yeah. Yeah, the Omnitrack. Yeah, that. Um, I think until that comes down in price, I think now it's like, what, seven or $8,000 or more? <laughs> Just for that. I, I think okay. when that comes down, you're actually going to see VR actually take off into what you know its true capabilities. Nah, dude. Until we invent full dive gear, I don't honestly think VR will take off. Like it is that honestly, even that's not VR, even VR at that point. That's just like AR, augmented reality. Yeah, like going into full dive is the next like step, right? Mm. Like VR has come a long way. And we've been someone watched VR more SAO like than they would like to admit. Yeah, someone here. <laughs> Someone's been reading 16.5 all the time. Yeah, that's right. Oh, no, 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 no. But I can't it's like, <laughs> We've been chasing full dive since like the 90s. Okay. We've been chasing VR for a very long time with the Game Boy Gear, yep. if anyone remembers yep. that. Yep. And virtual Boy. The Virtual Boy. I, I the remember virtual the Virtual Boy. Boy. I actually had one of those for a while. And you would use that for like an hour and then you'd, you'd pull your face out of it and you, everything would be red. You would see red everywhere. <laughs> we've, been, we've been trying to get into the full dive for a very long time since, you know, even before the Matrix. And honestly, I hope we get to the point where we can do cerebral uploads, uh-huh. you know, like full uh-huh. dive. So that way we can be stuck in seat, stuck in video games. I think, I think one day we will get there, but I don't think it's going to be within any of our lifetimes. I think it's going to be God, sometime. So. I'm assuming with, with the way that we're, the, the way we're learning more about human biology and the brain and computer science, I think sometime in the 22nd century is when that's going to happen. I mean, yeah. most of us will be alive, right? Yeah, of course. Modern medicine. Well, in, in, the, year, in, the, year, in the year 2100, I'll be 110. Mm. You aren't making it there, honey. Just, uh, <laughs> I'm not saying that it's impossible for me to doing. be that old. I'm just saying I will be an old fucker. Yeah, and... God, why were we even talking about this? Hold on. We segued so fucking hard. I know, and you said you weren't going to let this happen. You're a terrible I, host. Did I? Did I say? I don't think I promised any of that. I'm wait, drunk. Wait, wait, wait. And first of all. A, that's the beauty. We, we don't promise any of it. Yeah, WTF don't promise anything show. except us talking about what we actually want to talk about. First of all, Alex, I'll have you know, this is the John and the Ty show. Okay? 
you and Shower just guests on our humble podcast. We invited you here not to make fun of us, but to just experience this with yep. us. Yeah, Alex, you're so out of line. You need to check exactly. yourself before you wreck yourself. But here's the thing: for another like 1:30 a.m. thought, okay? It's like, what would you hope for like the next 50 years of like? the industry progressed forward specifically in gaming to like develop and like make the whole virtual reality better you know so i love immersion you know i mm. love immersion in all forms of entertainment um that's why i like overlord a lot they do a lot of world building there's a lot of immersion where i can just get lost in the world and, and there's bone stuff. daddy and there's bone daddy but <laughs> <laughs> I, I miss the days, you know, back in middle school when I was still a, a little youngling that could experience books and be like, oh, I've never heard of this concept before. Oh, yep. I've never heard of this storyline before. <laughs> and I could just dive into it, okay? Mm. And as I've grown older and read a lot more things, I've just realized, like, everyone just rehashes the same old fucking stories with different, like, premises or different executions. But it's always the same general storyline. And it's just, ugh. Ugh. So I hope that the next step we take in immersion is that we get to be in the game, like as an actual character that actually has consequences, not just mm. like pre-scripted shit. Like we actually get to choose how we do it. Like they're like, oh, there's a bandit camp. Then it's like, well, we get to choose how we kill the bandit camp. Maybe we yep. make friends with them. Make me, maybe we trap them in a cave and smoke them to death. Maybe we just go out and kill them all. Who cares? I wish there would be more adaptive AI to that. Like, I understand I'm asking for a tall order because that's insane. That's the next level of AI, but I want it to happen. You know, and if that happens and then Skynet happens, then oh well, you know. <laughs> I, for one, it's a noble sacrifice, new... right? <laughs> I, for one, welcome our new robot overlords. Her, her name is Melody. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. Let's what? do it. <laughs> What what about you, Alex? Do you have something in particular you you feel like you want to see sex go bots. through? <laughs> no, God damn it! Uh, sex bots, obviously, this um, man. In in games or just in computer science in general? Whatever you want it, just go for it. I mean, obviously, I, I'm I'm very intrigued by artificial intelligence, seeing as how I actually have a computer science degree. I I want to see that grow, and I th I think there. I think eventually we will get to the point where you won't be able to tell whether you're talking to an artificial intelligence or a person. I think that's a long ways off still. I certainly don't think we're within 20 years like Elon Musk believes we are, but um, I think it's eventually going to happen. Have you seen all the deep fakes that are out on YouTube and Those on the are internet? Scary, I really. have seen. They are super scary. Like the Joe yeah. Rogan deep fake that someone did for shits it's and giggles. So scary. Dude. He talks so about realistic. the fucking bamboos and steroids <laughs> yeah, and that shit. It's so that crazy. I will say the, the the one thing the one thing that intrigues me more about that is the audio ones more so than mm. the video ones because I watched the video ones and maybe it's just because I have terrible eyesight as you can probably tell from the classes, but I can't <laughs> I can't tell when the deep fake kicks in. I honestly can't tell. Yeah. And, and that's the scary thing about the future, you know, like cyber crimes being set up. Oh, I totally skipped show, but I'm going to say my piece, but <laughs> I love you. Show. 
right. Once you say your but, piece, show will go on to say his piece. I, it, I it's very scary looking at the evolution of technology and how fast we are progressing, you know. Uh, but I, I think it's, you know, the next thing is like um, altered carbon, where we're going to be able to get alien technology where we can upload our consciousness. Like, I think that's super cool. I think it's super interesting. So we could literally live forever. I'm still waiting for yep. stand arrows, just... to be honest with you. <laughs> that's not that's not real technology, but no, but, but it is alien technology. No, shut up, shut up, shut up. It shows <laughs> to talk. All I want show. is a very simple wish. Can I get more MMOs, please? <laughs> please, <God>. MMOs. Is... <laughs> See, so I wanted to end this podcast right before we got to a minute or an hour and 30 because this has been so long and i'm super drunk and i have to pee but same <laughs> but show i'm sorry but mmos are something from the mid 2000s and they're never coming back no <laughs> you say that but apparently but apparently final fantasy 14 is still going really strong yeah which but is like, like really surprising there's only a handful there's never of there's never been a good final fantasy since 7 there hasn't oh. been. I'm sorry. And with I never that, played any Alex, of them, so I don't know. Alex, lead us out because I'm too drunk. Oh fuck! And I, need I don't to pee. have the script. Though. Give me a second. All right. Um, <laughs> no, I got this. Thank you all. No, fuck it. I got to, this. Shut up. To listen. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Wait, 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 this. Alex. Alex, Alex. We need to the the outer right. Go yes. for it, John. Wow. Thank you all for coming in and listening to us. If you enjoyed what we talked about, then you can shoot us an email. You already fucked you have it up. <laughs> you know what, Alex? It doesn't matter. This is WTF. But you can follow us down below on SoundCloud. Um, you, fuck. YouTube. Spotify. YouTube. Um, BitChute. BitChute. Whatever the App- fuck that Apple is. Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts Pornhub, and Spotify. OnlyFans. <laughs> I already said Spotify. X Video. Well, you, you can You can follow a show fans. on his OnlyFans. You can follow the show or me, John, at our OnlyFans. I take we'll bells. The sauciest of nudes. For bells or for real <laughs> currency? <laughs> we need to pay our debt to Nuke. That's the thing. That's the problem. <laughs> Alex, I don't and remember. And Nuke won't take my nudes. Right. So I have yeah. to pay him some other way. All right, thank you all for dropping in to listen to us. We hope you enjoyed it because we always enjoy bringing this stuff to you. If you want to check out uh, other episodes of the podcast, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, <laughs> BitChute, SoundCloud, and Spotify. If you want to keep up what we're doing, you can join us on Discord, Facebook, Twitter, and our website. Shut the fuck up, John. <laughs> Shoot us an email if you have any questions or if you have ideas for topics you'd like for us to talk about in the future. If you just listen to this on SoundCloud, I feel really sorry for you because you missed some good entertainment at the end. Links to all these things will be found down below in the description as always. John has been your host and he will see you next time. Say night, everybody. I'm Welcome drunk. to the John and Ty podcast, dude, featuring Alex and show, by the way. Have a splendid night. Oh my god. No, no, yeah. you meant to say, oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, that's everything before, is a before, JoJo's reference. Before I end this Have video, a good I night, everyone. To show you, Natai. I bought a new JoJo's figure. Hold on. Okay. Wait, I'm, show it. Show it to me. I was right so now. scared. So Alex was like, off. before you leave, I got something to show you. Reaches down to his pants, and I'm like, <laughs> end this now, please. <laughs> No, nope. nope. show it, Alex, right now. No, nope. Natalia gets to see, gets to see, best boy, oh, your yeah. hand kissy bae.